You got motherfuckers couldn't leave me alone in peace, could you? I was all set, all ready to prep year four as my triumphant return, a brand new start, calm, cool, with a new positive focus, a new forward drive. Talk about things that were exciting, things I've been reading, watching, catching up here and there, but you had to go too far. You had to cross that line. You went after Marv Wolfman. You went after Jerry Conway. You went after Mike W. Barr and Len Wein and Keith Mother Giffen. You bitches went too far. This is the Daily Rios. I'ma spit at you some shit that's gonna get at you and be fucking with your mind. Stop talking shit. Cause you out there running your mouth and really don't know who you fucking with. Here we go again. How many times do I If you don't know already, and I don't know how you can't know, this week is San Diego Comic Con. Can I say can I say that? Comic Con? Will San Diego sue me? Anyway. With San Diego Comic-Con, the week of San Diego, comes an avalanche of new announcements. And DC Today just did that, announced through USA Today, the website, that there will be eight new miniseries coming out in 2016 by seven different writers. Now, those miniseries are Swamp Thing and Metal Man by Len Wein, Raven by Marv Wolfman, Firestorm by Jerry Conway, Katana by Mike W. Barr, Sugar and Spike by Keith Giffen, Metamorpho by Aaron Lepresti, and Poison Ivy by relative newcomer Amy Chu. Really, this press release is nothing more than that. It's just DC saying, guess what? We have some things we're excited about. We want you to know about it. It's the beginning of San Diego Comic-Con. We have so much more. This is only the beginning. Because realize something. This announcement is already on the heels of DC just wrapping up their first month of a brand new initiative called DCU. DC took two months off while they were moving to the West Coast and they gave us this convergence event. They stopped their regular schedule, and on the flip side of it, they were going to bring back their main line of books. They were going to have returning, ongoing series with new directions, sometimes new creative teams, and they were going to add that in next to a slew of new titles by a wide array of creators, some of them very new to DC, and a lot of them from many different demographics. The DCU initiative was defined... This way, in a statement, DC says, This heralds in a new era for the DC Universe, which will allow us to publish something for everyone, be more expansive and modern in our approach, and tell stories that better reflect the society around us. Whether you've been a DC fan your whole life, or whether you are new to comics, there will be a book for you beginning in June. So... These new miniseries aren't intended to be the forefront of yet another new direction. DC is already in it. These are just add-ons. And considering we're not even at San Diego Comic-Con day one yet, no doubt there will be a lot more. So, why am I bringing this up? 
Why am I all fired up enough to record a podcast? Because a small vocal group, as it always seems to be in these kind of cases, of blowhards and asshats, instead of focusing on what was just released in this past month and realizing, wow, you know what? Some of these first issues, very different from what we've been getting from DC, and maybe, maybe DC is trying something for the long haul here. I think it's safe to assume that readers and DC knew that these comics weren't going to be hot right out of the gate. They're not going to be big sellers. They're taking a risk. This was not going to be another New 52 where a lot of those titles really were on fire for the first couple months. Retailers were certainly cautious because, you know, that breed is definitely set in their ways. I mean, if any section of the comic industry is going to be the last to grow, it's going to be the retailers. I mean, come on, let's just let's just admit that. So I imagine DC is hoping that this new line with the book market, with digital, being able to trade, market these things differently, word of mouth, you know, they're trying this out. They want to give it a shot. They want to go for the long term. And the only way to do that is if the people who have screamed at DC over the number of years to give us this and give us that and put this guy on this and put this girl on that. The only way that this can grow is if you focus on the positive and try to get this stuff out there in front of the people who are going to read it or maybe didn't know that they want to read it. So no, they're not worried about what just happened this last month. Instead of focusing on the fact that there is now a Poison Ivy miniseries, and there's this subsection on Twitter, the Poison Ivy League, that has been tweeting to DC, give us a Poison Ivy book, give us a Poison Ivy book, because, you know, villains can't ever be villains anymore. The Poison Ivy League finally gets a Poison Ivy miniseries. And they're happy about it, for the most part, as I look through Twitter. So instead of spending time supporting that and maybe supporting the newcomer writer to the book, Amy Chu, and, and trying to give her more coverage and get that out in front of everybody. No. Because instead of focusing on the good or the potential, these blowhards decide to latch on to, God forbid, the fact that DC gave some work to some of its veteran creators. Len Wein, Marv Wolfman, Jerry Conway, Mike W. Barr, Keith Giffen. Hell, they're even lumping in Aaron Lepresti, and he's only 51. And they're throwing around terms, old white guys, and they're giving out their ages in their late 50s or 60s and making it sound like they should be put out to pasture. Veteran creators who just months ago were being championed by these same idiots because these whiners wanted DC to make sure that they were paying these established creators royalties off of characters that are now being used on across TV and movies. And a lot of these guys created a lot of those characters. Now that Paul Levitz is no longer running things at DC, DC has restructured the way they're giving out their payments, their royalties, whatever they're calling them. For years, DC has been at the forefront of that, spearheaded by Paul Levitz. For years, they have always... Try, Paul Levitz has always tried to go out of his way on top of whatever they might have already gotten to give them a little bit more. There's a famous story. Len Wein says that he's made more money off the character of Lucius Fox, played by Morgan Freeman in the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman movies. He's gotten more money 
from that supporting character than he has ever received for any of the Wolverine stuff. Now, maybe that has changed since he has quoted that because of pressure. But as recently as just a couple years ago, that was not the case. And think about the exposure of Wolverine in the movies compared to Lucius Fox. Okay, so just months ago, Jerry Conway wrote an article and he said, hey, you know what? DC is trying to do this thing where I created this character called Killer Frost, but she's not exactly the same secret identity in the new Flash TV series, but in a way she should become Killer Frost later, but I won't get the money for that, blah, 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 blah. DC put out a statement. They said that's not entirely correct. Jerry Conway put out another statement. He apologized. He actually apologized and said, you know what? I was wrong. They're working with me. This is the way things are going to go from here on out. Everybody was bitching and screaming about DC. How dare you do that to Jerry Conway? How dare you do that to your veteran creators? Give them money. Give them money. Now, they want to take these same veteran creators and instead of using them as shields, they want to toss them out the fucking window because they think by writing miniseries of characters that they mostly created that they're stealing food out of some up-and-comers' mouths. Basically, they're saying, we want you to pay them for all of their hard work on things that they've already done, you know, especially at times when the companies treated their creators kind of poorly. But you know what? Don't hire them now. No, no, no. Now the conditions might actually be beneficial to older creators. Can you see why my brain is exploding? One of these loudmouth social justice whiners uh, wrote an article, and he's getting ripped for it, which is great. Uh, I'm so not even... It's not even an article. It's a blog on it. It's a post on his blog. He wrote a Wonder Woman book. You can look it up. Yeah, imagine that. He wrote a book. So he writes this article about this announcement, right? Right. This is a guy, a white guy, who wrote a book about Wonder Woman, a 75-year-old character, that he didn't create... But he has a problem with white guys nearing 70 years old writing characters that they created. Ugh. Anyway, in his articles, oh, okay, so he starts off by praising Amy Chu. You know, it's like, it's great. That's what DC should be doing. Great, great, great. But, you know, screw all that. I'm going to give her one paragraph and I'm going to write, you know, six more about this problem. One of the first things he does is break down their ages. Len Wein is 67. Marv Wolfman is 69. Jerry Conway, 62. Mike W. Barr, 63. Keith Giffen is 62. Aaron Lepresti is 51. Oh, my God. They're so old. J.J. Abrams, you're about ready to be done with your career. Now, he goes and says, I don't. I fail to see how a group of men with an average age of 62.3 years old are, to quote Didio, the best writers for these characters. The best writers for these characters. You know, just Len Wein writing Swamp Thing. The, the character he created, nah. Marv Wolfman, Raven, nah. He says, I'm not particularly optimistic for this miniseries line. I'm concerned that they might debut low and tumble from there. They're miniseries. They don't have to sell. They just have to sell enough and then maybe get a trade. What are they going to do? Can't, I mean, yes, DC has canceled a miniseries here and there, Midway, Sonic Disruptors, The Great Ten. I get that. But they're miniseries. They're announcing them now. They're giving these creators lead time so they can get these miniseries out. So they're not going to be late 
They're giving them enough lead time to actually get these things done, maybe to rework them, work with these creators to, to give them fresh new approach that they want. He ends up by saying, it almost feels like DC is worried that their June DCU books didn't go over well with their, with their over 40 readers, and so they're course-correcting with old favorites to win them back. Commit to the new DC, live in the future. Well, again, what did they say? DC Comics for everybody, whether you're an old reader or a new reader. It's not about one or the other. I tell you what, if I was Jerry Conway, I don't know if he did an interview with this guy about that Wonder Woman book, but I would be pissed. Jerry Conway wrote a lot of Wonder Woman comics from 77 to 85. I know he definitely wrote the last issue right up into the crisis, but I'm sure this writer didn't have a problem with Jerry Conway when he needed a, a, a quote or he needed an interview for his Wonder Woman book. I mean, look, I get it. People want new creators at DC and Marvel. The only way we're going to get comics that really reflect society around us is if you put those people in charge of the books, in charge of creating the books. But how you can discount this announcement after the first month of DCU is really just beyond me. I mean... Amy Chu now adds to the list of Asian writers that are writing for DC. Jean Luen Yang, Ming Doyle, Greg Pak, Francis Manipal, and now Amy Chu. And these are just writers. We've got David Walker on Cyborg, Steve Orlando on Midnighter, Becky Cloonan on Gotham Academy, Genevieve Valentine on Catwoman, Lee Bermejo on We Are Robin, Amanda Connor on Starfire, James Tinney in the Fourth on Constantine. And these are just writers. And they all are one thing or they all fall into one demographic or another, whether it's based on gender or ethnicity or sexuality. And when you start digging in deeper into the artists and the rest of the creators, it just gets broader and broader and broader. If you want comics for everyone, that means they need to be written by a Steve Orlando and they need to be written by a David Walker and they need to be written by Ming Doyle. And guess what? They even need writers like Jerry Conway and Mike W. Barr, etc. I'm all for spreading the wealth, but damn, at the cost of ethnic cleansing or ageism? Fuck you. Especially when these creators were at the forefront of trying to make comics be more reflective of society in the 70s and the 80s. So Len Wein, he created Swamp Thing. He's writing Swamp Thing. His character, co-created, I should say. He, who else did he co-create? He co-created Brother Voodoo and Lucius Fox, as I said. Nightcrawler, Colossus... Storm, Thunderbird, Amanda Waller, oh, and a character, you know, Wolverine. How many of those characters are being presented right now in TV or movies? Okay, Marv Wolfman, he's writing Raven, co-created Raven, co-created Starfire, Cyborg, Blade, the female Dr. Light, Cheshire, Tim Drake, the Omega Man, hot book right now. Oh, he co-created the Nova Corps. Oh, he co-created Cat Grant. Gonna show up in a Supergirl TV series. Mike W. Barr is writing Cantana, who, by the way, this is the second title she has had in, what, about three, four years. Also created Halo. Jerry Conway created Firestorm in the Flash TV series. Created Vixen, about ready to get a cartoon. Created Vibe on the Flash TV series. Oh, created co-created Punisher. By the way, I should be saying co-created here co-created The Punisher, about ready to be in season two of Daredevil. Mockingbird. Hmm. 
Killer Croc, Suicide Squad, Power Girl, Jason Todd, Keith Giffen. Who did he create? He created uh oh, Jaime Reyes, the blue the uh, Hispanic Blue Beetle. Co-created Rocket Raccoon. Whoa, there's a popular character. And of course, Ambush Bug, because, you know, it's Ambush Bug. So when that article says that, you know what, maybe they aren't the ones that should spearhead some of this. Well, you know what, first of all, they're not spearheading it. They're just adding to this initiative on characters that they created. So maybe, maybe they could go back to the well and maybe try to fix, you know move things around and, and say, hmm, what did, what couldn't I do back then but I can do now? You know, they have a kind of unique perspective when it comes to these things. You know what? After that list of all those different characters and all those different faces and all those different creations, you know what? Maybe they are the ones that we need to bring in. By the way, the guy that wrote that article, he's also the one who writes that gender crunch article where he takes a look at different books from DC and Marvel and see how they do gender-wise, you know, because when it comes to diversity, that's it. You're supposed to stop at gender, right? You, know, it's, 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 you forget about ethnicity, forget about social class, forget about age, wealth, all that stuff, you know, all those different experiences that make us who we are. No, 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 it's, you know, it's just man or woman. That's it. No, it's not just man or woman. It's not just white or black, and it's not just straight or gay. There's so many ways that we should be looking at the different demographics. And if he had such a problem with it, why not go and tweet these guys? Tweet Len Wein and Marv Wolfman and Jerry Conway. They're on Twitter. No, no, I can't be bothered to do that, right? You wouldn't be able to get your next interview down the road, you know? God forbid you talk bad about them now and they know about it because they might not support you later. Chicken shits. No one knows what these writers have left in them. Their track record, their experience... I think earns them a right to keep writing. What, you mean Brian K. Vaughan, he can't write a flop? You think Gail Simone hasn't written any stinkers? Matt Fraction, Bendis, Morrison, Kelly Sue DeConnick? These are all untouchables. They haven't written crap. They haven't just written comics for a paycheck. Bullshit. No one knows what these writers have left in them. They are not ready to eat that orange just yet. Because you know what? Keep writing about these old white guys. Because you know what? <laughs> that article writer, he's going to become the very thing that he's raging against. And then maybe he'll feel bad about himself. Ugh. All right. Got that out of my system. I was all excited today, too, because I got an email about Dynamite uh, putting out a press release that they required all this stuff from Atari. And that they can repurpose and reprint all of this Atari comic stuff and all this. They're going to do an Atari art book and maybe even reproduce, speaking of Jerry Conway, Jerry Conway and Jose Luis Garcia Lopez and all the other creators did an Atari Force series at DC. And they're going to be able to reprint that. And it's Atari Force. And I love Atari Force. I was all excited about that. I was all excited. I was going to talk about how I finished Smallville, uh, all 10 seasons of Smallville. The first season of the original Star Trek series. I'm about ready to watch season four of Heroes. Um, I got one more season left of Arrested Development. I watched all the Mission Impossible movies so I could watch the new one. I'm a, uh, I've seen... I've gone through uh, the first three Transformers movies so I can watch the last one. I'm like catching up on all this movie and TV watching. But, you know, I'm not going to spend time any more time today about it. Um, I do want to say, though that um, if you look at the last two or three posts on the Daily Reel site, 
uh, it'll explain what's been going on in this past year. Um, and uh, I'm certainly ready to jump back into things because, you know, now I'm all fired up. Um, but let me know if you were someone who looked at the website. Let me know if there was anything on there that you really liked and that you would like me to continue because I'll certainly do that. I certainly want to do that. I am not making any promises and claims or anything. Any, I'm not drawing any lines in the sand right now. But what I'm going to be doing for year four, let's just uh, let's just roll with it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. All right, this has been the Daily Rios for Monday, July sixth. Welcome back. We'll talk to you soon.